everybody, I'm Joseph. And I'm Jeremiah. And, and this, this is The, the List, List Live. Live. Welcome back to another episode of The List Live, where each week we let you know what made the list, who made the list, and you never know, one day you might be on the list. Oh my god, is that a threat or a promise? <laughs> I guess we'll find out. <laughs> Alright, so y'all better buckle up, let's go. Y'all, Jeremiah writing a paper about strange fruit. And... We're going to do a quick word about Juneteenth. That's what's happening today. Okay, so let's get into it. Why don't you present the case? Okay, I'm going to present the case. Shout out to Shamika. I'm a lawyer now. Shout out to Jordan. Um, you know a lot of lawyers. Uh, shout out to Aaliyah. Shout out to future lawyer Danielle. Okay. Shout out to Danielle. Oh my god. No wonder. We surrounded by lawyers. We surrounded by lawyers and we still messy. Um, (laughs) So, Juneteenth, as you all likely know, was made a federal holiday last week. Mm -hmm. Uh mm -hmm. Shout out to Hey Tony TV on TikTok. Um, And it was a unanimous vote in the Senate. And senators were high-fiving each other and X, Y, and Z talking about... For what? Sit down. Right. Pass something serious. Right. Because... And, you know, it was interesting because I... And I saw a lot of other black folks, especially, posting about how it didn't feel like progress. Because at the same time they were passing Juneteenth unanimously... Many of those senators and representatives are calling for critical race theory to not be taught in schools. So how are you Mm -hmm. passing a holiday that you're trying to make it illegal to talk about and teach about? Mm. Where does that make sense at? And also, it does feel like a... I don't know, it just feels like such a... Look over here. Look what we did. Meanwhile, nothing that is actually going to help your life is getting passed. The voting rights bill just failed in the Senate. 50-50 vote because of the filibuster. Like, we still have... Lynching is still legal in the United States. There's an anti-lynching bill that has been in the Senate for years and still not been passed. But y'all made Juneteenth a federal holiday and we're supposed to just be happy and celebrate it as progress. It doesn't feel like progress to me. It feels like a, it feels like you're putting a rainbow bandaid over an artery gushing blood saying, Oh, this should fix it. And it's like, no, it makes it look pretty, but the blood is still coming out. And I guess I don't understand how I guess what I would caution people to do is to think a little bit more critically about things and not just take something at face value. Because while I know a lot of people have been pushing for Juneteenth to be a federal holiday, a lot of people already celebrate Juneteenth and for most, it's just going to end up being a day off of work. People aren't going to go look up what it is. They're not going to change the way they move and behave. 
it's just going to be another day off. And shout out to Lur because Lur talking about, you know, why don't we do something that is actually helpful, like making Election Day a federal holiday? Because that would actually help black and brown communities who disproportionately can't get to the polls because they have to work and their jobs are, you know, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. or 5 a.m. to whatever it may be. Like, why don't we do something that is actually going to a day off that's going to impact lives in a positive way? in a way that's going to change outcomes and change the system rather than just a day off for people to have a day off. And those are my thoughts. What are your thoughts? My thoughts on Juneteenth is this. You can celebrate it if you celebrate it. I personally celebrate it. Um, Emancipation Day, January 1st of every year. Nobody, Nobody's talking about that. We only think about uh, New Year's as kind of being, you know, the holiday that we celebrate on January, right. January 1st. Um, th- there is a specific liberation story behind Juneteenth. That is representative of the Black collective, but it's very specific. It's very specific. And it it tells a story. The fact that people were still enslaved after the Civil War for that long, that is significant. Two years. That's significant. Two years. It took two years for the slaves in Texas to know that they were free quote-unquote free. Right. Because as a descendant of those people who were enslaved, I'm still not fully free. And probably won't ever be. What I will say based on me driving over there, and I do think it's important to share with you all, I'm not going to be copacetic with symbolic victories. Yes. Because symbolic victories do not have any implications to how I can exist in the world. It's a symbol. That's all it is. Symbols dissolve and fade with time. Symbols do not show what's really the reality behind them. Exactly. And I feel like this smile and grin and high five and, you know, uh, celebration of progress... For those of you who think we're progressing, (laughs) I'd like to know where, too. Because, damn it, it's taking too long. The rent is too damn high. This road trip is... Let me out, okay? Have you ever been on a road trip with people you don't want to be on? Yes. The road trip with? Oh, my God. I cannot I should have never came. And I did not have a choice. And you just be stuck in the car. Exactly. That's what this is like. A road trip through hell. And then you're going to tell me progress and symbolic victories. And I should be grateful for those things. That is mind-numbing and maddening in every sense that I could possibly think of. Like... Why can't you just be happy? Like, why can't you just admit the progress? Why can't you just accept that things are better now? Malcolm X said that sitting at a table... He said something like sitting at a table 
um, doesn't mean anything unless you can eat the food that's at the table. Right. And the experience that I'm having, that Malcolm X was having 60-some years ago, that the, the experience that the ancestors before him, that Harriet Tubman was having, <laughs> that Phyllis Wheatley was having in, in the 18th century, that... Um, Nat Turner was having that Frederick Douglass was having Come on, the experience that um Sarah Barty was having all of these experiences that are rooted in the oppression of black people is so telling about the the people who are trying to maintain this myth Mm-hmm. of 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 superiority like it, it it's just so sinister it isn't y'all can start drinking when we say sinister right y'all, that's the new white supremacy it, it's a nightmare it's a night it's really a nightmare and it, it's very um well telling but it telling is not even Oh, good word. I feel like it doesn't quite encapsulate, like, what I'm trying to get at. Like, the fact that we, at the same time, have a a symbolic victory or a meaningful change agent, catalyst, that could actually be helpful with the Voting Rights Act, the anti-lynching bill. Like, the fact that slavery is still legal by the Constitution of the United States. Like, all of these things that have consequences... Uh, for my life, like the fact that those things aren't being uh, reformed and 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 seriously changed, what am I supposed to do with a holiday? Like, right? How? What am I going to be joyful in? Right. The fact that I'm still fighting oppressive forces that have craftily been. Uh, re-sewn into the fabric of the society that I have never really been considered a full citizen in, nor has any of the ancestors that come before me. And I'm not confident that the people that come after us will be either. But we should be happy about Juneteenth. I feel like this is... And it's an aside, but it's related. When marriage equality was like in the gay community, in the queer community, people are like, you know, fighting for marriage equality. And like that was supposed to be the end all be all for a lot of people. And when marriage equality was passed federally, people were like, oh my gosh, like we finally did it. And you know, this is great. And so many people, you know, got married and then got fired from their jobs the next day. Because they could still be fired for being gay. They could still be fired for being trans. We have all these anti-trans bills going across the country. But thank God marriage equality is passed. And that's how I feel about Juneteenth. Like, we have all these... The anti-lynching bill that's never gotten through the Senate. We can't get the voting rights bill passed because of the Jim Crow filibuster. Jim Crow era filibuster. Like... I don't know. It's just, I'm not going to be one to celebrate symbols when I know that I deserve more and that we deserve more. 
and it's telling that I had so many white folks inbox me talking about, cause I posted heavily about this and I had a bunch of white folks message me or say, you know, this is progress and this is a small step. And, you know, we should just be happy with that small step because otherwise you're going to be burnt out and be exhausted. I'm like, that's too late for both. You can't tell me that I need to just be happy when passing Juneteenth doesn't mean that I'm any safer at a traffic stop. Passing Juneteenth doesn't make me any safer when I'm walking down the street and somebody views me as a threat and decides to act upon that threat. Doesn't make me any safer than if I were on a walk or on a run and a group of white men decided they could gun me down. Passing Juneteenth doesn't protect me from any of those situations. Not a one. So, yes, I acknowledge Juneteenth for what it is. It is important to recognize the freeing of enslaved people. My ancestors, Jeremiah's ancestors, our family's ancestors. But it's like we broke the physical chains to put on metaphysical chains. And well, we didn't put them on. They never were. I'm sorry. We didn't put it on. They were put on us. And they, it's even more stringent. It feels like they like, I'm thinking of, um, what's that show with the girl and she whip her, her, her ponytail bewitched or something. In any case, I love genie. something, something, some genie, but I feel like when they freed us, they, you know, did that and they just made the chains invisible. So we can't see them, but they're very much still there. Except I think we do, we can. but we can see them and we can't <laughs> feel them. Right. So they were like, uh, I don't know. It's just very telling to see who is like very excited about this and, you know, running through the streets and X, Y, and Z. I had a realization on Sunday, which was Father's Day. Yes. And, you know, I, I work at a pretty wonderful um, church, but nobody said anything about Juneteenth. Mm. Shocking. Nobody. We talked about Father's Day, and it it's not like a... I'm, I'm, this is bigger than that experience that I had. I had the realization that This meant nothing because it means nothing. Yes. Because it it literally meant not a not a thing. Right. (laughs) To to this group of people. I mean, and maybe it did. Nobody mentioned it. Nobody brought it up. Um and I think that is that's telling. Mm Mm-hmm. People like to pretend that identity and politics um, are not related or they don't have to be related or they can be separated somehow. Like, you can be a fiscal conservative and a don't do liberal it. Don't and do all it. of that. No, I'm just saying people people really believe that, right? right? They do. And you, you inherit based on values of culture and community and whatnot, those qualities, I guess, unless you choose to learn something 
new and different um, and, and try some things that are different than, you know, the status quo that you experience, um, how you were socialized, I guess is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And, and so, I mean, I didn't stand up and say, y'all just not going to acknowledge Juneteenth because to me, I knew that it was <laughs> a symbolic mm-hmm. gesture to pacify a collective consciousness and say, look at how much progress we've made when people are still being gunned down in the streets, like Joseph was saying, when people are, people can't have pool parties. It, to me, it would be more dangerous to gather to celebrate this hot. It literally seems like bait. It does. It literally would, because I'm imagining barbecue Becky if we were going to the park to have a Juneteenth celebration, she'd be calling the cops because we didn't have some sort of permit that she thought we needed to have. Pool Patrol Paul, because if we want to have a pool party, but he thinks we don't belong to the pool community, he's going to call the cops to verify our identity. So it does feel like bait. Hey, go celebrate your freedom, but just know that the cops are going to show up inside with the oppressor. And I know that a lot of people have worked hard on this and probably have worked hard on this for years, right? Yes. And and it's like every time we sow a piece of oppressed people's story to the quilt of the American fabric, we are met with it not only being um, stitched over. Mm-hmm. But it being something, it literally completely becoming something completely different than than what it was intended, and that is problematic um, on a level that's so deep. <laughs> I don't even know how. It's kind of like the ocean. Like we don't even know how deep. We don't even know what's down affecting, there. Right. Like it's legitimately. Um, but we're just supposed to be and, happy about it. But we are supposed to just be happy about it. it. It's it is of concern, and that's all I really got, y'all. Like, I mean, the the only remedy to well, I'm not about to advocate for that because y'all not ready. I'm very curious. Nope. Oh jeez, it's above me. It's above me. It's now. above me now. <laughs> it's beyond and above me. I mean, like Beyonce. It, yeah, I just all I would ask is, please, just be a little bit more critical and be a little bit more open you you and you get to be happy if yes you, want you to can be happy, be happy about it please you do. can be happy about how your people instead of passing voting rights so that all american citizens can vote you can be happy that your fellow country people have decided to do something symbolic and it's like throwing a parade for people who are suffering from dire afflictions you know what? Like, Here's maybe an example that will land better with people. 
it's like when you have worked your entire, you worked your ass off at work for a huge promotion that's supposed to come with $30,000 pay increase and more PTO and all that. And you get to there and you tell your manager all the hard work that you've done and they give you a pizza party. You'd probably you be a little upset. Really interesting about your example, and I love that you use it because it is very relatable. Because we live in this capitalistic exactly. society where we think that we should be rewarded for good deeds, exactly. and I think that's the problem. I really yes. think that's the problem. People are up here celebrating little victories because that's what that's what been taught. We've been conditioned to do, yeah. I remember. Um, I think me and my dad had gotten a conversation about like where society is and where we're going and we have differing views. Um, and it, it was telling to me, and I don't mean this as a dig to anybody who values this, but like that whole analogy of um, you are what you eat. Oh, like you are what you consume. You are what you digest. Um I mean, on a philosophical level, yeah, like... <laughs> I mean, sure. So, if we're going to be out here being capitalists, I guess we got to be capitalists. But in that broken system that literally is rooted in the exploitation of people... Yep. We got to keep it up somehow. So, we keep coming up with these little victories where... It, it literally is like... It, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a trick. <laughs> It's trickery. It's trickery. We created this problem. And we're going to solve it. Oh, it created more problems. It's like cleaning up nuclear waste. Mm. Well, now we have a facility Shout for out to it. Chernobyl. Oh. Well, on that note, I wasn't ready for that. I'm just saying, because that was a whole capitalist whole thing cover up it was all about and that's what we're all about that is exactly what we're all about watch the Chernobyl docuseries on HBO but literally all that stemmed from a capitalist greedy perspective saving money cutting corners symbolic gestures and that is what we're all about and that's what we've been about and that's what we're that's why we can't figure out what the root cause of uh migration is that's why we can't figure out how to let people of color and um uh, other disenfranchised voters vote that's why we got people in prisons uh working quote unquote working um being enslaved constitutionally allowed through the 13th amendment that's why we cannot pass the equal rights amendment something that should have been passed years ago in the last century before my millennial self was born that like literally that's why education is so bad in this country because it's designed to intentionally fail people who are in specific income brackets like these are really issues and but we got Juneteenth, y'all. But we so, got Juneteenth. Woo woo. Boop, boop. Woo woo. We did it. We did it, Joe. You're the next president of the United States of America. And that's all I have to say. Bye, y'all. Uh...